0: Welcome <laughs> to the family with Doug Sprinthal,
1: Alex Bernhard Rasmussen, Andy Brent Bernard, and
2: Cassie Schrader.
0: We'll be right back, kick things off, hour two with the family. Doug, you're going to do your commercial?
3: Oh, that's right. <gasps> yes, see? That's I two weeks in a row, time. baby.
2: Oh gosh. That's
3: two weeks You're in a row. usually the one that messes it up, not me. Okay. fine. Hail sale continues, Alex. If you want a great deal on a slightly hail-damaged brand-new Subaru at our brand-new Subaru store, and we got some cars for you, what sister. What about vans? Subaru doesn't make vans. So you, you could go next door to the Honda store. Yeah. They have vans. See? And they have hail damage vans as well. Perfect. So it's our four store in, uh, four stores in Burnsville, uh, Nissan, definitely. Mazda, Honda, and Subaru. You can see the cars online, but that's not going to tell you the story. You really have to get in your car and, or ride your bike down to Buck Hill Road in Burnsville, and check out the inventory and all the sale prices. I think it's going to take us probably another two weeks to sell them. we sold half the cars already. It'll take us another couple of weeks okay. to sell them all. That's it.
0: Everything's good at Walzer Automotive Group, walzer.com. Hey, don't be playing this.
1: I played every song that was on that list. Ban
3: it. Ban it. Ban
0: it. Nothing but trouble. All right. In any case, ladies and gentlemen, we are back. A little news, a little information. Alex is trying to duck out on Thursdays, but she's not going to do it.
1: I'm not trying to duck out. Yes, you are.
3: It's true. This sounds like a conversation (laughs) with me and Ellie. (laughs) <laughs> Same story. It is unfortunately. Yeah, that's pretty much
0: true. You know, it's. it's Dad. What are you gonna do? <sighs> you gonna do? Uh, in any case, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I just I can't stop looking at the picture of that kid with 526 teeth. What?
2: <laughs> what are you talking?
0: There's a about? picture of a kid's mouth in India. He has 526 teeth.
1: I don't understand.
3: He has a weird teeth thing. He has rows Obviously. Of teeth. Obviously.
1: <laughs>
4: That's <laughs> a weird.
3: I was trying to figure out how century. else to explain it to you. <laughs> a
1: weird. It's just like, how does he speak? How does he do anything? Well, what he had was a oh. tumor on his jaw that was God. full of teeth.
0: Oh, but yeah. it shows that the whole the roof of his mouth is covered with teeth too. Well, yeah, but not all five hundred of them were. No, how does he do that?
1: What do you do? How? What do you? How do you function? I don't
0: know. <laughs> Probably didn't.
1: With A lot of flossing. Teeth. Okay. I don't understand.
0: Before I look into this, who is John Coughlin? Does anybody know that name, John Coughlin? Nope. you. The reason I, I, I ask you, because I don't recognize that name either.
3: Is he a presidential Democratic candidate <laughs> by any chance? Seems like everybody else is. Everybody
0: else is now, that's <laughs> true. I, sounds uh, like a character from a commercial for Robitussin. Oh, he's a retired figure skater.
1: Oh, why don't I know that? Ben? Oh, yeah.
0: God, this is not a pleasant story at all. Great. Um, Ashley Wagner describes a 2008 assault when she was 17 years old that he shoved his hands down my pants.
3: Okay.
0: Well, the reason I don't know who it is, facing allegations of misconduct, retired figure skater John Coughlin killed himself in January after learning he'd been suspended from USA figure skating activities. In May, former skating partner Bridget Namiotka said Coughlin sexually abused her over two years, adding she was one of at least ten victims now another figure skater stepping forward, Ashley Wagner, whom you'll likely remember from the 2014 Sochi Olympics, says Coughlin kissed her and groped her following a June 2008 house party in Colorado Springs, Colorado, where she was attending a skating camp. She was only 17 years old. Oh man, um, so the guy killed himself. I, I just I don't understand that whole deal. Do you think? I don't know. I'm not trying to make excuses for the guy, but has this guy got a, like a serious alcohol or drug problem or something? Or did it even happen? Well, to ten people. He was never found guilty. Oh, he wasn't. No. Was Why did he kill himself? Though? Yeah, but he killed himself. So I would assume that he probably was guilty. Well, I don't know. Allegations maybe not, they, lives. That's true. No, you're absolutely right. Uh, I, I don't know. It's just a pretty sad story when you look at it, though. But I had I had not heard of. It. I don't remember hearing about him killing himself. I don't either. I do not remember that at all, Alex. You're going to go to Burger King.
1: Why would I ever do that?
0: The Impossible Whopper is coming to you.
1: I don't like the Impossible Burger as much as the Beyond Meat
0: Burger. Oh, you don't? Why? What's the difference?
1: Um, The Impossible Burger has soy, which the Beyond Meat Burger does not.
0: Soy, is it bad for you?
1: Well, it's not... GMOs? Yeah. If the Impossible Burger were non-GMO, I'd be more inclined to like it. Why would they make an
0: Impossible Burger out of GMOs?
1: Uh, Good question. That
0: makes no sense.
1: And it also, to me, tastes a little bit... Like you know, how you smell something and then it like something can taste like the smell of something else. Yeah, mm-hmm. it tastes like how dog food smells.
0: Yikes! The burger
1: does to me, but a lot of people Ugh. love it. Like, like Mike Alpo? Well, you could just like, put
3: bacon like, on it.
1: Like Mike <laughs> Rasmussen. Like Mike Rasmussen loves Impossible Burgers. He says oh, he does. They're, he's like they're incredible. I love them so much, and I'm Don't. not. So to me, okay, here's the best. The Impossible Burger t- tastes like a cheap. Regular burger, yeah, and then the Beyond Meat burger is like a nice.
0: What's that made of?
1: Uh, it's mostly pea protein. Pea protein, but it's
0: not non-GMO. I think it
1: is.
3: It is what? Non-GMO. I I think it's
1: organic. I'm pretty sure Beyond Meat is organic. Let me look it up. But they don't have soy in it because they didn't want any. They wanted it to be soy vegan and soy free because that's hard to do. Are people just going to be eating sawdust in 20 years? (laughs) Yeah, I'm kidding. (laughs) It has to be lactose, gluten, soy, vegan, wheat, everything. The guy that created the Beyond Meat burger has a very, I think, honorable
0: goal. What's his goal? Making lots of money.
1: No, trying to get um, more people to eat less meat. Because meat, like cows are incredibly horrible for our environment they
0: are not they yeah. made it up as they went no, not as bad actually, as people actually
1: horrendous yeah, but they're not as the bad pe- as
0: people the people exactly.
1: are the reason there are so many cows if less people ate less cows we would just have milking cow you know mainly for just milking or if you didn't have dairy mm-hmm. then you wouldn't have that either but yeah like the meat the big giant farms of cows it's just really bad for the environment Andy,
3: you're There's right a- sawdust Kemp's that yeah. had the jingle. We hate to start a battle, but the other cows are cattle. <laughs> <laughs> that was from a long time ago, it was pretty cute. Though.
1: <laughs> I just like the the. Is it Chick Fil A that has the right. the cow that eat says more eat, me, "eat more chicken"? Eat more chicken sign. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's Chick
0: Fil A. Chick-fil-A. Eat <laughs> more chicken. I still can't believe I got yelled at at the, the, the bike event this year. Because remember the the. Uh, I yelled at. I, I did. Me. You it's didn't by, hear about I, that. I no, it no, I didn't hear about that. Well, the, the by your uh, daughter. Yep, no, it was the Chick-fil-A a cow was there, remember? Chick-fil-A oh, Spons- no, it I didn't sponsor I heard he was Like an there. actual cow? No, the guy dressed up like a cow. <laughs> <laughs> or somebody dressed up like a cow. I don't know if it was a guy or not, but he was wandering around. And the cow walked by like 15 feet in front of us. And I said, I, used- I think I used to date her like that. And a guy said, well, how was she? And I said, kind of a stupid cow. And this woman goes, oh, that's nice.
2: Well, that I said, it's
0: a cow, for God's yeah, sake.
1: Yeah, but it's
0: a cow that was
1: not in good taste it was
0: probably a guy inside i know
1: the cow. but you're insinuating that it's okay to call a woman a stupid cow
0: i am not at all indeed you it's st- calling a cow a stupid cow but listen kid
1: it's it's <laughs> not great
3: can't say that anymore
0: can't say kid anymore did you hear about that joe biden referred to kamala harris as hey don't be too hard on me kid right and everybody's angry stage, with him now
3: how Joel. old is she well, she's 54, 54 55, well, and Joe, he's 20 years older than she is. Yeah, but still, kid
0: is a, a, a term of endearment.
3: I, I know. call
1: I call some of my friends kiddo. Exactly.
0: <laughs> this is what I'm <laughs> talking Racist. about.
1: I guess. I don't know.
0: I just don't know. Is I,
1: it mean to goats? Is that why?
0: No.
3: Yeah. It's no. not
0: goat friendly. It's, <laughs> not, goats. it's not goat friendly. The goats friendly. are picketing. It's not code-friendly. We're going to have to do something about this. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, all these people on Twitter were going after him and just saying, oh, another one guy actually tweeted, she's not a kid. And by the way, she could kick your ass in a fight. Oh, my it's God. Like, what? How did, how did that even enter into it? Where did that even
3: come from? Thank you for your insight, sir. Yeah, isn't that really nice? That's a,
0: that's a wonderful, wonderful thing. So, yeah, another bin Laden is dead. Apparently he was assassinated. Another Osama bin Laden son is apparently dead. The story broke after two U.S. officials told NBC News that Hamza bin Laden, uh, a likely successor to lead al-Qaeda one day, had died. But no details. Now officials say Osama's heir died between 2017 and 2019. That's right. That's what
3: I was wow. talking about that's really vague about God, when that. it happened and who was involved and...
0: The U.S. government had a hand in it, they're saying, For the New York Times. Seems he died before the State Department offered $1 million for clues to his location in February, but U.S. intelligence and military agencies hadn't yet confirmed his demise. Born about 30 years ago, Hamza bin Laden was being groomed to lead al-Qaeda after his father was killed in a SEAL Team 6 raid in Pakistan in 2011. I st- What's so amazing about Osama bin Laden, he was a little rich boy who daddy didn't pay enough attention to, and that's what started this whole thing. He had to show the world that he was important because my daddy was mean to me.
3: What I also find amazing is that a 6'5 Arab on dialysis, it took us 10 years to find him. <laughs> that's true. You also have been lo- no, not me. <laughs> no, no, hmm, that's okay. not
0: me. God, that that uh, we had the guy on who actually shot him at him oh, on yeah? the morning show. He said it was so weird because he walked into the room and and Osama bin Laden looked at him. Yeah, and he just took him out. That's got to be that's kind of burned in your head for the rest of I your life. Think, I yeah, would you're imagine. not going to forget
3: that.
0: Hams also appeared in audio and video messages calling on followers to strike the U.S. and its Western allies, per CNN. But those stopped appearing months ago. Uh, one expert placed Hamza on the Pakistan-Afghanistan border as al-Qaeda prepared the jihadist, who at least had name value for future leadership. Uh, they, but they don't know how long he's been dead. They know he's dead for sure, but they have no idea how long he's been dead. So I don't really understand
3: that. Do you ever watch Family Guy? No. There's an episode where Stewie, the alien baby, is playing yes. Osama bin Laden. It's oh, hysterical. Really? He's like I'm and I can't do his accent the English accent he says, "How about if I do the death to America speech wearing really big funny sunglasses?" <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, "Where were you yesterday? Oh, you called in sick? You call in sick? You're a you're a what he? what's the word people that blow themselves up?" Suicide, oh, suicide, suicide, suicide. bomber. And
0: you're a suicide anyway. bomber. Yeah, you couldn't call in sick if you're a suicide <laughs> bomber. He's got a very good point there. It was pretty
3: warped. I thought, you know, it's
0: I just he's don't like funny. that guy. That Seth, whatever his name is.
3: What's yeah, his name? I know. Seth? Well, yeah. Oh my God! He's very
0: smug and obnoxious. Oh, is he ever? I, he's got okay. some
3: talent, though. He really does. But he
0: stole every idea he's yeah. ever had. That's the only part about him I don't care for. Is like, well, yeah. Really? The first season of Family Guy was just a Simpsons ripoff. But yeah, it differentiated eventually. I suppose. I, I don't know. I just I saw him interviewed a few times and went, "This is just not for me." He's just one of those guys. He, he's really fond of himself, yeah. put it that he way. he is. But he does movies. He does TV. He does, he's, he's got a couple of albums singing. He tries to sound like Sinatra, but it doesn't sound yeah, like not, him. Mm. It's not even close, actually. But I remember one of those guys, whether it was Jimmy Kimmel or Jimmy Fallon or whoever these people are, they're like, oh, it's really great. It's like, it didn't sound anything like Sinatra. What are you talking about? Maybe it was Colin O'Brien or whatever her name is. What's his name? Conan. Conan O'Brien. Colin. There you go. Colin. O'Brien. I don't know.
3: Whatever he, her name is. Anybody that, Whatever her
0: name is. Anybody that mugs the camera, I'm not big. That whole deal always starts going like
3: He is a mugger, yeah.
0: He loves to mug the camera, doesn't he?
3: You know, Letterman started all that. And it was funny when he did it, you know, in the early days. He did those goofy things. But everybody tried to copy him, and it's not not quite the same thing, I don't think.
0: Oh, your buddy Mario Lopez made a big mistake. Your close pal, Mario Lo- You guys know who Lamario Lopez is?
1: Yeah.
3: No.
0: Okay. Mario Lopez is on in, Entertainment Tonight. He was on the Saved he was,
1: by the Bell, wasn't
0: he? Uh, I think oh, so, he yeah. Yeah, 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 he was. Yeah, he was. Okay, I'm 60. I didn't watch <laughs> Saved by the Bell. <laughs> he was on Extra Well, that's as a like where he
1: started. It's okay. like That's where he, his claim to fame is Saved by the Bell.
0: Well, let's see if he makes it past this. Because he was on Extra, but he left to host Access Hollywood. But we'll see if that ever happens. Mario Lopez apologized Wednesday for telling conservative commentator Candace Owens that it's dangerous and alarming for parents to honor the wishes of young children who identify with a gender other than the one assigned at birth. Now, I have a question for you about that. I don't know about it. says the comments I made were ignorant and sensitive and he's apologizing or whatever, and I don't really have an opinion on that. I do have a question, though. If there is no God, who assigned the birth? Chromosomes. It says here it was the one assigned at birth. Oh, I see. Which is saying. So yeah. who would assign it?
1: Well, they mean the
0: sex of the. But that wouldn't be. That'd have to be assigned by something or someone, well, wouldn't it? Well, there's
1: sex and then there's gender, I don't know, which are different. Whatever. Sex is like your genitalia and hormones are your sex, which is uh, your assigned sex,
0: and then. But assigned by what or whom? That yeah, they make it sound the like sex some police. Yeah, the exactly. Sex, the yeah. sex police. They make Just it sound like there's some arbiter oh of you know
1: medically speaking. You know, to be honest with you. That's their assignment. Oh, that's
0: their deal. Yeah. I've never understood why I would give a rat's ass what you or your kids do. Why? It's none of my business, yeah. first of all. I, whatever you want to do, that's up to you. I mean, if it's something I wouldn't do, then it's just something I wouldn't do. It's got nothing to do with you, though. I don't want to Go ahead. I'll never see you again. And that's the part of this whole thing I've never understood. You get all upset with these people, and you're never going to see them again as long as you live. Why do you care?
3: I, I, I'm like you. I, it doesn't bother me. I don't understand. I don't, the, I don't get the outrage.
0: The outrage. And is it? Well, I suppose it's mostly based on religion, I guess. I don't know. Is it? I don't,
3: I don't know.
1: I don't, I have no idea. And some people get mad at you for, like, you know, Fawn was born female and we call her a girl. And some people say that that's wrong.
0: Why is it wrong? You should
1: call them they until they can choose. How about oh, how about if I call
0: you to never come near me again? How so about that? So it's I
1: don't know. Yeah, there are some people that So call they're telling
0: their... you what you should call your own child?
3: No,
1: no one said it to me specifically. Oh, oh. But like there are some people that find that to be horrible.
3: Are they the same they're real, they're descendants of the same people that wanted to call it herstery for a while, right? Probably. Oh, boy, herstory. <laughs> herstory. <laughs> herstory. I can't be... Please just... I
0: still want to know. Nobody's been able to answer this question for me. If we're so stuck on gender and all the rest of it, and it's going to be a, a maintenance hole, not a manhole, and all the rest of it, why has it always been son of a bitch? Why is it not daughter of a bitch? No one can explain that That
3: is... That's true. I, I not thought of that.
0: Well, let's think about it and come well, right back right after this.
3: Why are all three seas in Pacific Ocean pronounced differently? Think about
0: that. <laughs> what? It's true.
3: Pacific Ocean has three C's, every one of them has ick. a different sound. <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, you're right. It's shh ick. And I don't so I
3: forgot the S- mm-hmm. oh, sh ick. will shik. Right. Back. It's a good thing we're not stoned. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's Tom Bernard with North American Banking Company CEO and my buddy Michael Bilski. Michael, let's say somebody has a plan to expand their business this year. How can North American Banking Company get that job done? Thank you. I see where this is going. Well, we love you, working
3: man. with you. We can help any business, including a podcast, that's already very successful. Who's better than you? That's what I want to know. You I still are. never liked you, though. You
0: are. No, I never. Don't try to make up. I don't. Like <laughs> Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, and an equal housing lender.
2: I always
0: like this. And dude, look like a lady. I suppose you can't play. This. I'm surprised you can play this on the radio anymore.
1: Probably not. You probably. Yeah. What I just if love it. Does it, <laughs> look
0: like a lady. It
1: reminds Whatever. me of one of my all-time favorite movies, Mrs.
0: Doubtfire. Mm-hmm. Mrs. Doubtfire. Oh. That's
1: probably highly offensive now. Yeah.
0: I have a question for you. They've exhumed John Dillinger's body, or they're going to do it. I think. I don't know if they already did it or not. Why are they exhuming his body? Does anybody know? No. Oh. I have no idea. When I'm looking at a picture of John Dillinger right now, he's a total nerd. Why was anybody. Just because he'd murder you. Yeah. Why be afraid of this goofball? I mean, he looks like a complete dope.
3: Why would they exhume him?
0: The plan to exhume John Dillinger's body is real and could be spectacular if it uncovers evidence of the Depression era bank robber living beyond his reported death. So goes the suggestion by a man and woman who identified Dillinger as their uncle and say his 1934 demise was greatly exaggerated. I have been presented with evidence that demonstrates that the individual who was shot and killed at the Biograph Theater in Chicago on July 22, 1934 may not in fact have been my uncle John H. Dillinger, according to affidavits signed by Mike Thompson and Carol Thompson Griffith. With the FBI saying its agents indeed killed Dillinger, the media is trying to sort things out. The unsettling evidence includes the non-match of his eye color, the ear shape and protrusion from the head. The fingerprints do not match the existence of a heart condition and the apparent non-match of the anterior teeth. So it sounds like it's not Dillinger, I guess. Out of, where did he go? Hmm. How did he go and where did he go? Our guest is on. Well, the guest's on? Excellent. Yep. Excellent. We'll Matthew. take care of it right now. Yes, I know, Matthew. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I know. Me I just want to make sure. Matthew <laughs> Betley, how are you?
4: <laughs> Hey, I'm good, Tom. How you
0: doing? Doing extremely, extremely well, as a matter of fact. Things are good. Rules of War, a thriller. Following the events of the fast, hard-hitting, and impossible to put down. The real books by Field of Valor. Logan West continues his mission to bring America's traitorous vice president. Ooh, a traitorous vice president. What, uh, what I know, year- you got to like that. I do have to like that, absolutely. So what year is this supposed to take place in, Matthew?
4: Uh, well, current, Current time.
0: Oh, so you're going after what's-his-face. Isn't that sad that no, I can't...
2: I'm,
4: uh, sir, no, because I, I have created my alternate fictional universe <laughs> where in my universe uh, the, the, the politicians actually do the hard right thing as opposed to reality where they avoid making hard decisions. Or doing anything at all other than collecting money. Exactly. And there's always debate as to whether or not that's actually a good thing. You know, The less they do in D.C., the better it is for the people. Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, except for the fact that. Well, never mind. I, I just uh, <laughs> Matthew, I don't want to. I, I can't get carried away out down that that whole trail because I would go off the deep end. It just. I watch this stuff and I'm like, really? You think that's serving the people, huh? Okay. Well, whatever. And I tend to be a libertarian, Matthew. I don't have. I don't have a dog in the fight. Maybe that's that creates
4: problems for me. Maybe. No. You know, it it, it. it politics is like religion. It's all personal.
0: Yeah, it is. That's very, very true. Except for if you don't agree with someone these days, they'll try to destroy your life. <laughs>
4: but other than that, yeah, 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 well, there, there is that. You know, even when I, even when I disagree with people on on Twitter or social media, I try and be reasonable about it. Unfortunately, that does not always seem to be the uh, theme of the day.
0: Yeah, following the lead last night from from. Uh... Uh, vice president ex-vice president biden when he said to kamala harris don't go at me too hard kid i won't be calling you kid today matthew because apparently that's a horrible <laughs> thing to call somebody now uh,
4: yeah exactly it's unless okay. you're trying to trigger me and, and get an advantage in the interview
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay yes i'll gain the upper upper hand in the interview uh in any case t- i want to hear what rules of war is all about. We we're we we're just talking here you know what uh, jack carr don't you
4: you, you guys know of course him? i do i thought so yeah i was just I was just taunting him on Twitter uh, before I came on.
0: <laughs> Why, about his, about the interview I just did with him? You didn't like the interview, so you taunted him?
4: No, j- just about being in the Navy. Although, I, of course, <laughs> I know what he did in the Navy.
0: He's a Navy SEAL. Yeah, well, you were in the Navy, so who cares? <laughs> yeah,
4: so, well, you, that's coming from a Marine. So, of course, yes. I have to give my, uh, my, my service uh, grief.
0: I understand that completely. My, uh, my oldest brother... Was well, the United States Marine did two tours in Vietnam, and he doesn't want to hear much about any other branch of uh, the service.
4: Yeah, it's it's a Marine thing for sure. It is. The is a fantastic guy, though. I, and and yeah, I, and I know him, and I've talked to him. And actually, one of my very good friends, I served under him so and vouched for his character. <laughs> oh, really? Yes. That's yes. pretty good. I kind of like that. It's a small world.
0: It is indeed. The Vice President of the United States is missing. The director of the National Security Agency has been assassinated, and the mysterious organization orchestrating global instability is in tatters. Well, John Quick. Ooh, I like the name John. I actually grew up with a guy named John Quick, so you know what I'm saying. Oh, God. I just got a text message from a listener. Bunch of jarheads.
4: Hey, I resemble that remark.
0: There you go. There you have it. I tell you what. Instead of me reading about it, I want to hear your take on the book, Matthew. You wrote it. I want to what, hear where we're headed here.
4: I, I, I did, and, and you know, this is the fourth installment in the Logan West series, mm-hmm. and this one is is, is, uh, is sort of special to me in that with the other three books, uh, the first in the series, you know, Field of Valor being last year's, uh, my books have taken place across North America, Mexico, Iraq, Africa, mm-hmm. Alaska, Europe, and with this one. I wanted to continue the story that I set up in Field of Valor, but I wanted to write it in such a way that new readers could join the series midway yeah. and, and jump in right now because I refer to previous events in a way that doesn't detract from the pace. But with this one, my goal is I really thought, you know, where haven't I been? And it was South America. So I figured oh, I yeah. need a crumbling, instable economy, a corrupt government. What better place than to set it?
0: Than Venezuela, Venezuela,
3: baby. Baltimore was available. (laughs) Yeah, Baltimore was available. Baltimore is a little too close to
0: (laughs) hell. I bet it is.
4: As I am in the Maryland
0: area. (laughs) You know, uh, Matthew, let me ask you a question. Just, you know, and this is your worldview uh, more than anything else. How do things like Venezuela happen? They have the most oil rich country in the world. Everybody's got it great.
4: Everybody's doing well. Let's see if we can screw it up, shall we? I mean, it's one word, and you know what that word is. It's called socialism, and the policies that that literally destroyed the country. The economy started collapsing in 2014, Mm -hmm. and by 2016, everyone knew it was a crisis. And then I think by 2018, the inflation rate was at what they call hyperinflation of Mm -hmm. a million percent. Well, you don't just like bounce back from that, and so you know that's what's that's what has created this awful, god-awful suffering and, and chaos that the country's going through.
0: How, why, why has it never been the reverse, where I put a dollar in the bank and I get a million percent interest?
4: Yeah, I don't know. That would be maybe, you know, you know what? Hey, if you listen to
3: some of these politicians, that might happen, if yeah. you believe that. <laughs> well, no, it did so, happen in the late 70s, and yeah. it wasn't a good thing. Yeah, it wasn't a good thing. That's true. <laughs>
4: yeah,
3: so, so, Matthew, yeah. do you,
0: do you, uh, you know, I, 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 obviously there are pro- probably people in in the service of our country that you uh, that you admire, but politicians, everybody I talk to now has not a whole lot of nice things to say about politicians.
4: Well, now, so, I mean, so the, so the I, problem— yeah, but but the problem, and, and there's a reason for that. Now, in my case, you know, I'm I'm a recovering alcoholic. I'm, I'm ten plus years sober. I Excellent. talk about it. I write about it. I'm also an advocate for veterans who have suffered lung injuries as a result of exposure to burn pits. I was actually on oh. Fox News with Dana Perino in June talking about that issue. She actually picked Rules of War as the Dana Perino book club selection right. for Fox yep. Nation. I remember time. that. Yep. And and so the thing is. I try and do the right thing. Do I screw up every day? You know, that's just life being a human being. Um, but, you know, I always try and do the right thing. The problem is, is that everybody sees through politicians because they don't try and do the right thing for people. They do what's best for their own political interests. Love it. And, and Love it's it. transparent. And, and, and so that's why people get frustrated. And that's why I take shots at them left, left and right. And it doesn't matter which party. You know, I'll call no, out anybody. I agree. Especially based on hypocrisy, you know that's hypocrisy is something that that's like that triggers me. You know, you know that's that's my trigger word, and it just and you get tired of it. That's that's why people can't stand politicians. There Matt, are good ones, of course, and there are people that yeah. I do believe want to do the right thing, but the system is so complicated, so bureaucratic, and so corrupt. It, it, it's kind of hard to.
0: You know, Matthew, I find the people that I, I tend to agree with. Would be you, Jack Carr, uh, Pete Hegseth as a friend. I really admire his take on things. I don't know if you know Pete at all, but
4: I uh, do not know him. Obviously, I know who he is and I've seen him you know, all guy. the time, but I, I've, I've never talked to him. He's but a Minas- I, he seems like somebody I would be that would be like-minded.
0: Yeah, yeah, he absolutely would. Uh, he's a Minnesota boy. You know what the greatest thing about it is? Is that. uh, I've been doing the morning show in in Minneapolis for 34 years, and the first time I had him on the morning show several years ago, he came on and said, finally, I get to hear Tom Bernard because I was never allowed to listen to your show by my parents when I was a kid. (laughs) 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 That's a real compliment. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. (laughs) So the vice president of the United States goes missing. The director of the National Security Agency has been assassinated. Boy, there's a a lot of problems in the United States in this book, Matthew.
4: Oh, absolutely. And with this one, um, you know, Logan West is part of that task force working for the, on behalf of the president. There's only a handful of people in the world that really know that the vice president uh, isn't missing but is fleeing the country because he's a traitor. And so they are, they are hot on his tail, first in the Caribbean and then in Venezuela, where, where the majority of the story takes place. And, and, you know, the reason the book is called Rules of War, because I, I, I flipped the script a little bit in that Logan and, and his his uh, task force have to work with the uh, uh, Venezuelan intelligence services, you know, who, who would usually be our adversary, mm-hmm. But, you know, sometimes circumstances dictate that you have to work with people you would always agree with. That's the real world.
0: <laughs> no, that is the real world. So. You know, I, I do, you know, it just struck me just now, and I've never thought of this before. But whether it's, uh, you know, Mitch Rapp or Logan West, uh, how do you, because Logan West seems to be a perfect name. Mitch Rapp's another great name. You go down the list. Um, how do you guys figure out how, how do you nail these really good names? Like Logan West is a good name for a hero. Well,
4: when I sat down, I wanted something that was stabbing and sharp. I always loved West as a last name, mm-hmm. and then I just started coming up with uh, different combinations. And as soon as I hit Logan West, I just stopped because I knew it was perfect. Um, and, and, you know, especially for my character, just like I knew John Quick was perfect. And and if right. you read the Overwatch, the the antagonist was a guy named King Frost. And uh, you know, it's just I I I try and come up with names that are memorable but not cheesy or cliché. Right. Right. No, I understand. So,
3: like porn star names, but not quite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
4: exactly. Yeah. Just, just like, but not.
3: President Dirk Diggler. Dirk Diggler. God, oh, there's a name. Looking <laughs> Knights. President yeah, Dirk.
4: What a great D- movie, though. Oh my God, it's
3: you're big, unbelievable. You're fun.
4: unbelievable. <laughs> How much we've, t- we've gone straight from thrillers to porn. To <laughs> we really have,
0: and it's all you know. It's tip- typical car dealer. He's a car dealer, Matthew. Just you know, typical. <laughs> Bait and switch. Bait, yes. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Matthew, how long did you serve in the Marine Corps?
4: I I spent ten years uh, from ninety nine to two thousand nine. I, I deployed to Africa after nine eleven, and then Fallujah before the surge from two thousand six to two thousand seven. And that's actually where, because of the burn pits that we had on Camp Fallujah, oh yeah, that's where I sustained my lung lung damage. And ironically. Um, I, you know I've been t- hearing from a lot of veterans and who are now civilians who suffer the same way and didn't realize that it was exposure to the burn pits, but they've seen my columns at Townhall.com about it. Uh, they saw me on Fox News. You know, the books are fantastic. I want everybody to buy the books, read the books, be entertained. But the books have allowed me to have a platform to speak about issues that are really important, like mm-hmm. sobriety and then this burn pit issue. Um, you know, the irony is that I was running 20 plus miles uh, a week in Camp Fallujah, and you would run right by where the burn pits were. Oh, yeah. So while you're getting yeah. really fit, you're inhaling deeply all these carcinogenic <laughs> okay. fumes. You know, it was, it's a perfect catch 22.
0: Yeah, that's not necessarily. You're okay now, I hope.
4: Uh, no, no, no. I have. So what happens is when you get a cold, you know, oh. maybe you take some NyQuil and call it a day. When I get a cold, it, it, it's like Russian roulette uh, where it, it has a chance every time of turning into severe bronchitis or pneumonia. So you know, have, it's just, it, it, yeah, it's crazy. It, 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 and it started a month after I returned from pollution 2007 uh, and we, I was an incredibly fit 35 year old captain at the time.
0: We have several people asking, what is a burn pit?
4: Oh, a burn pit is where they dump every of a camp or base And they literally burn it. So we're talking wood, plastic, trash, garbage, you name it. It all goes into this big pit, and they burn it. And I'll never forget, as I was getting ready to redeploy home, we got this brief at the base chapel, which is also where they did memorials. And they put up all these statistics and graphs, and they told us how all the fumes that we had been inhaling were actually not dangerous. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> burning plastic. And, and I look back on that, yeah, sure they were. <laughs> yeah. that's amazing. smoking cigarettes is totally fine for you,
0: too. <laughs> yeah, I forgot. Well, actually, healthy back on the Flintstones back in the day, I remember that. Um, oh, yeah,
4: the Mar- Marble Man was super cool, that's for sure.
0: Matthew, do you have a few more minutes? Because I'd have to take a very, very quick, quick break. But, uh, but we'll be right back with you, okay?
4: Absolutely.
0: I appreciate it. Absolutely. Rules of War, a thriller. Matthew Betley, our special guest, be right back. More with Matthew right after this in the family. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. It's Tom telling you that you can lose an average of 26.2 pounds on the 40-day weight loss program powered by Nutrimost. I lost 92.5 pounds in less than five months, thanks to the Sheehy Brothers and the Ultimate Wellness and Weight Loss Program powered by Nutrimost. And I encourage you to let them help you lose weight as they teach you how to stay healthy and keep that weight off. Take it from me, having a coach keeps you accountable and it makes achieving your goals so much easier. Let the ultimate wellness and weight loss program powered by Nutrimos, help you. Schedule your immediate consultation or attend the nutrimost free dinner at 6.30 p.m. on Monday, August 19th at Jake's in Plymouth. Call now, 763-333-7337. That's 763-333-7337. Study data comes from clients submitted data to a third party for tracking of daily weight loss and progress Is new to most weight loss programs. See website for full disclaimer details. Are these more songs that were banned?
1: Well, it's a Green Day song. I can't remember if this That's one was. Green Day.
0: All right. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Rules of War, a thriller. New book by Matthew Betley, B-E-T-L-E-Y. Matthew, uh, without giving away the whole shoot match... Uh, your take, so how much, I may have, you know, made this, asked this question earlier, but so, so how much of Logan West is you?
4: Well, so it's really funny. I never wanted to be a writer in my life. And then I was sober for six months and I was reading this boring bestseller and it was a spy novel. One person got shot. It should have been the protagonist because he was so tactically inept. (laughs) And it made me so angry that I turned to my wife and said, I can write a better book than this. And I obsessed about it for a year. And then I finally, you know, I'm one of those guys who has internal dialogue running all day long. This is what I'm going to say to the guy who doesn't pick up after his dog. This is what I'm going to say to the guy who who drives like 50 in a school zone. Mm -hmm. So a year later, I sat down and and I decided I'm going to write a thriller and so i you know with no uh, training i said okay i'm going to write what i know and i took my personality and i split it down the middle whereas logan west is like the angry like recovering alcoholic in me uh the, you know and i'm a pretty angry guy by nature it's just kind of like who i am but then, then the guy the other part of me that people usually see on a day-to-day basis is john quick the sarcastic self-deprecating sense of humor so, I made those my two main characters. And, so, it, and it was, uh, you know, it's why it's really easy to write them because I'm, I'm writing what I think at that moment I and, think that's and how a great, I approach a situation. That's a great idea, actually. Well, yeah, and plus the fact
0: you're writing what you know. I mean, it, it comes across as yeah. very honest because you're writing what you know. I love that.
4: Yeah, no, I, I, I love doing it. Uh, like I said, I'm four books in, and, and hopefully we will keep going. You know, people seem to really enjoy the books. Oh, they're great You know, books, it's my yeah. responsibility as the creator of this whole universe. And I really look at it almost as like an adult amusement park where each book is a ride, but they're all interconnected, where characters from the first will jump into the fourth, from the second to the third. And, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, I have plans already for books five and six, especially with what I did in this book. And, and you know, but it's my job as, as the author to create the the biggest, craziest, most Gripping experience for my for my readers, you know, and I and I hopefully I've succeeded with this one.
0: Well, no, I don't think there's any question about that. I just I was talking to Jack Carr early about the fact that I got to know Vince Flynn really well. Unfortunately, yep. we lost Vince uh, a few years ago. What is that now? Four years ago? Five six years.
4: years? Has it been six years already? Oh, oh my wow. God! Yes. It was so it happened in 2013, uh, and then I had my first book deal with Emily Bessler his editor, in
0: 2014. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. I cannot believe that's been six years. I know. Uh, he, and the
4: thing is, I, and I've been, it, it's very humbling when I meet fans of his at my events. Yeah. Has, all, I have never heard a bad thing about that man. He sounds like the most wonderful human being, which is even more important than being, you know, like the world famous author. He seems like he was just
0: a fantastic individual. Well, uh, we were very close friends. He was kind of a pain in the ass sometimes. Oh, let me throw that out there. (laughs) Well, we all are. (laughs) Exactly. So he was a human being, uh, no doubt about that. But he's the one who basically turned me into a guy who likes these kinds of books many, many years ago. Term Limits. um, That's where it all started. So whether it's you or Jack Carr... Uh, I got there because of Vince Flynn, and, and you guys do an amazing job. Ge- what I like is the fact that you take your life and kind of the way you see things, you take part of you, your life, and you create these characters. And that's that's to me, that's the best writing anyway, isn't it, kind of based on reality? Uh,
4: no, I, I, yeah, I, I, I try to make my stories as authentic as possible. Yeah, yes, I watch yeah. very you know, insane 60-page action sequences but all the action is things you could do with what they call practical effects if you were making it a movie you wouldn't need cg you would just need practical effects and you know it i, I want the violence the action the emotion all to feel authentic and, and you know one of the things i haven't said though is that all comes from the characters like to me yeah the characters are the most important thing they have to be relatable they have to be flawed they have they have to feel like you're just you're reading about somebody you would meet on the street Maybe somebody who's not like a trained killer, but, you know, he
0: get my point. Well, you never know, though, with trained killers. You know, I do have to say, since I was joking around about Vince, I feel bad now, so i got to tell you what kind of guy he actually was, Matthew. Um, yeah. Andy and Alex, our, our son and daughter, Catherine and my son and daughter, are on the show, and uh, he did this for Andy and, and also Alex, our daughter, when she graduated high school. Uh, the day of her party, Vince was out of town. He was several hours out of town. He drove the several hours, came to the party, left, and drove back the several hours. That that's the kind of friend he was. He was an amazing
3: guy.
4: Yeah, no, and and that's exactly what I've heard from people all over the country. And you know, and, and that's more of a leg, you know a monument to his legacy than anything else.
0: Yeah, no, no doubt about. It. But you guys, it's funny when I talk to you or Jack, or you go down the list of a couple other people, you you kind of you guys all seem kind of like the, that same mindset, the same understanding of what this is all about. That's the reason your books do so well, I think. You just understand the the, the
4: subject. Yeah, I, I, you have to. Uh, you know, it, it, if, if you're faking it, the readers are going to know. Yeah, yeah that there's is just, true. There's just no doubt about it. And whether that comes from, whether that authenticity comes from research, experience, life knowledge, I mean, you, you still have to have it.
0: Yeah, that makes complete sense. How did you pick the vice president as a bad guy in Rules of War?
4: Uh, so I, I, so in, in, in the third book, I decided, okay, I want to go a little bit deep state. When that was actually, I was writing the third book before there was such a thing as the deep state. Uh, initially, I wanted to call Field of Valor Rogue Republic. And uh, unfortunately, that title got shot down. But, but I wanted to have kind of a conspiracy theory field of the third book. So I said, okay, I need to have some Secret Service guys. I'm not going to make it the president but what about the vice president and I just started playing with the idea until I nailed it down and, and
0: that's what I went with yeah i mean it, it makes complete sense. it's great stuff and what really fascinates me is at first i think men bought the books and read the books but now i see women reading these books do you think it's just the state of the uh, of the country and the state of the world right now why women are interested in this kind of you know yeah, undercover I- thing
4: no I, I think they always have one I oh, heard okay. when I first when I first uh, got my first deal at Emily Bessler books I, I heard a, a statistic that a, I think it was like a large demographic of, of readers of thrillers are women like 35 to 47 or it was something like that. Um, you may see in reading but I, I have a lot of uh, feedback on social media from from women readers good and I love it you know especially, you know what? What's really great is that one of my main characters that I introduced in the second book, Amira Cerrone, is a fan favorite. You know, men and women love that character.
0: Yeah, I could see that. Oh, I so uh, I, I just saw one of the uh, one of the comments about your book. As a former Marine, Betley really knows his stuff. From Kyle Mills, that's cool.
4: Oh, ah, yeah, 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 Kyle's fantastic. You know, he's done such a great job with with uh, carrying on the Mitch Rapp series yes, yep. and, and uh, I have a friend who's reading an advanced copy of the one that comes out and he says it's fantastic.
0: <laughs> I just, uh, the, the mindset you guys have, I really, you know, we talked about, I've talked to people about maybe why don't you become uh, politicians, run, run for office, why don't you guys run the country, you men and women who know what the hell you're doing run the country, but none of you have any interest in doing that to tell you the truth.
4: No, no. Uh, it <laughs> no, no. no I, so I, I would last. I would last about five seconds. Yeah, and I would say something politically incorrect, and I and I'd have the whole world waging war on me in social media. and That's just not what I want.
2: Well, uh, I understand. You, you know,
4: it, because politicians they don't speak the truth anymore, and that's that's the problem. They're not direct, it, it, you know, and that's what. Trolls, love him or hate him, that's what he was. He said exactly what he thought at all times, <laughs> and
0: that's it sure.
4: resonated with people. In, <laughs> in you know, in the last election,
0: uh, I, I did love. Now that you brought him up, as a matter of fact, I love this whole take on Baltimore. He got, oh, he's a racist. This is horrible. Then all of a sudden, they found well, all the people who called him a racist saying the exact same thing about Baltimore. <laughs>
3: mm-hmm.
4: <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. It, it, it's ridiculous. You know, I saw the video of Elijah Cummings from yes, ten yes. years ago or yep. twenty years ago.
3: It was twenty again. years yeah, ago. Twenty years. years ago. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I mean, it,
4: it, it, it's just—it's a sad state of affairs if you can't criticize a person's ideas without being called a racist. You know, here's a, here's a really great funny story. I, I uh, was recently verified. You know, I got the blue check mark on Twitter, mm. and within five hours somebody called me a racist. And I was like, I wasn't even talking about race. or Oh, and it was, you know what it was? Because I didn't like the idea of James Bond being played by a female. And apparently mm. the female is, is black. And I was like, I could care less about that whatsoever. Right. right. I, I grew up with James Bond as James Bond in right. my entire life. You know, it'd be like somebody asking me to make Logan West and John Quick. And I'm like, I can't do it because those aren't the characters I have in my head. But of course, you know, right. because I said that, I, I was obviously a racist.
2: No, it's, it's just
4: you know, it's just, it's, it's unfortunate. And, and most reasonable people know that's not the case. But, you know, social media, the 24-7 news cycle, things are uh, yep. definitely a little bit out of whack.
0: No doubt. You know, Matt, I, I got to tell you this, Matthew. When I read books, your books, Jack Carr, you know, obviously Vince Flynn, and, and I, I can go down the list of a few others, but, you know, I do feel better about the world reading your books because unless you you gain this knowledge, because you guys don't make stuff up as you go along, it's all pretty, it's all pretty uh, right down the line. Things that actually do take place or could take place, It actually makes me feel better about the world knowing there are people like you out
4: there. Well, I appreciate that. Uh, you, you know, it's I, I, but, but the people like me, they're all still in the military, and that's what yeah, you should yep. really be. And, and, and encouraged is that, you know, I, I I'm not nobody special. You know, I, I served my ten years in the Marine Corps. I did a couple of deployments. I did my time, but you know, our, our service is full of literally millions of people like that, and, and, and that's where you know I, I'm encouraged. My time's over, but I know somebody else has to watch.
0: How many books have you sold?
4: Oh, lot. I'm good. I, you know, I, I've definitely I, I've sold. Tens of thousands of, of books. Yeah. Uh, Therefore, you
0: are kind of special, Matthew. <laughs>
4: I hate I, to argue he, with you. I, I, well, I, I, well, I appreciate that. I, I, I don't see myself that way, and I'm sure no, most of the people good. that I know don't either. Right.
0: Uh, but I do. It, seriously, when I read uh, about how things are handled tactically, or you know, things that go on be, behind the scenes, that, things that you've seen. And authors like you have seen it just it does make me feel better about the united states because sometimes if you listen to the politicians it seems like they're not even paying attention anymore you know
4: no and that's you know and that and that's such a good point you know two two more service members lost their lives in afghanistan in an insider attack a couple days ago and that's like a blip on the news cycle instead everybody's talking about baltimore which is obviously a huge problem, but people seem to forget that we have men on the front lo- men and women on the front line, day in day out in harm's way. Uh, you know, the, some of the Democrats last night talked about Afghanistan and their policies. It, right. You know, it's just uh, we, we we're definitely in. It, it, it's it, that is frustrating to me because things like Afghanistan and other parts of the world those should always be at the front of our minds.
3: I, just a simple question. What would happen if we just pulled out of Afghanistan tomorrow? We've been there for, what, 18, the, 19 you know, years?
4: know, I'll be honest. I've, I have, uh, since I've been out of the Marine Corps now for 10 years, I, I've gone back and forth on that. I, I understand the arguments on both sides. I don't know what would happen. I'm a big believer that we really need to get the Afghanis to stand up for themselves, but then you have people on, on the other side of the argument saying if we pull out you know, the bad guys come in and take over. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I just don't know. It, it, it's, it's a mess. That's why they call it the endless war, the long war, whatever you want to call it. I, I just don't know what would happen. But I do know one thing. I don't like the idea of fighting any war in a half-assed way. And uh, you, you know, you put enough forces to crush your enemy, and then you call it a day and come home. I will say that when I was in Iraq in 2006, we barely had enough Marines initially holding the city of Fallujah, and, and we were taking so many casualties in 06, the fall of 06, when it was the most dangerous time to be in al Anbar province, uh, to the point where I had an, uh, I remember sitting next to a lieutenant colonel during an operations brief. We just lost Marines that day, and he's like, we just need to all get on one line and just go through the city and kill everybody. Like <laughs> bad guys, of course. <laughs> and, and that guys, but that yeah, was man. the level <laughs> of stress. You know, and, in a way yeah, that,
3: that, was, that style is in a way simpler, right. Than trying to pick out mm-hmm. enemy out of, in a civilian oh, yeah. population, that's going to be incredibly difficult.
4: Yeah. No, it was a, it was a very uh, eye opening experience to say the least, because we were, you know, the, we, what I had heard was we were basically said hold in place. And this was before the sword started, you know, and but when you hold in place, you're going to take casualties and, and, and we, you know, the Marine Corps, the Army, they took a lot of them in Fallujah, Ramadi, all, all those different places. In fact, I believe Jack was in Ramadi when I was in Fallujah.
0: Thank you for your books. Thank you for your service. And most of all today, thank you for your time, Matthew. Great talking to you, sir.
4: Thanks, Tom. I really appreciate it. And for all the listeners out there, they can find me on Twitter, at MatthewBetley. There's, there's, a, there's a Facebook fan page. And, and the books are available wherever books are sold.
0: Okay, Matthew Racist-Betley, is that correct?
4: <laughs> no, that is not correct.
3: <laughs> a Twitter handle, at Real Racist. Yeah,
0: there you go. Thanks, Matthew. Yeah. I, I, let's talk again soon. I love it, man. Thank you. You bet. Thanks, Tom. Have a great day. I appreciate it, guys. I appreciate your time. We'll be back with the family.